here. What up, Geeks Del Mundo? Welcome to the Latin Geeks Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Rios, a.k.a. New Eureka Nightwing, and this is the space for all things geeky from a millennial Latinx perspective. From the DCU to Marvel and everything pop culture in between from around the multiverse. Somos Latin Geeks. Then will there kill a day when justice needed to be served in the form of a podcast because we were bored as fuck. What up, Geeks Del Mundo? And there he goes. Du, du, du. Now, I'm finally glad you're taking this seriously. Uh, woke <laughs> up. Yes. Not, now, you have, if we don't have this conversation or a superhero voice, then what's the point of having it? <laughs> no, so, sorry, you know. It, it, that's how I, get, I, that's how I turn into this. I got to smoke a little weed. I got to smoke a little uh, you weed. Know, yeah. It's 11 o'clock, so now it's time for justice. Let's go. Oh my God! It's El Modifoca. What's up? What's Welcome up? Welcome back. Welcome back. It's 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 been a year. It's been twenty twenty one. So you know we lost, and but you know twenty twenty one. So this is the first episode of the second season officially. Welcome back. Glad we got you. Glad we survived. Hey. Thank you for having me back. Sorry it took me so long. Uh, I was, I'm not going to say what I was doing in Washington on January 6th, but i tell you, I just been, it's been a rough couple of weeks, you know? So, but I'm glad you to know, be here. Glad to be here. You know, I, I did have my birdie bittens, but uh, they're in the wash right now. I was going to, I'm going to, Bernie's going to, I'm going to Photoshop Bernie in right over here for the entire episode. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Have him sitting next to you. That's what I'm. That's my next yeah, week's background. That's what I do. He's gonna be right here, right here. This is where Bernie's gonna be. Hanging with me, right? Little Birdie, bam, right there. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot to discuss as far as you know what's going on in the fucking world. I mean, we yes, we're still gonna promise the Marvel episode, but we'll get there. I swear to God, we will. Because Marvel, no, we Marvel will touch it. To, you know what? Marvel gets enough love. It's fine. Exactly. Well, and we're gonna touch on One Division today. Have you seen one of his? I have not seen. I was gonna watch it tonight, actually. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Then we'll save that for next time. But I will say this: the first two episodes are kind of eh. The third episode makes up for it. It's good. You know. Okay. They're not. They're not like. They're not like super holding on to the whole like in the TV show thing. You know. They're moving along. Because here's what happened. A couple things happened. I caught up with Walking Dead. Okay. Okay, me too. Okay. I left it, like I told you, I left it the episode where, you know, where I think it was the episode right before Rick was leaving. And then I saw what happened to Rick. I like I hadn't seen any of that. And I watched everything that happened there and the following yeah. season and the whisperers yeah. and all that other shit. So I'm pretty caught up to I guess so, so apparently they only gave one episode when they came back this year and then it upset everybody because it was like the like a season finale and then it's like okay we'll see you in 2023 or something All right. you suck that's what i heard i don't know i i, I like I, that's why i prefer to watch the shows like this been like you know streaming them i'm glad that i waited till it was all already out there because i hate when they do that shit and, they, and you gotta wait and wait and wait i was also pretty done with it before but now it's like okay i gave it a chance and i like where they i'm glad they jumped forward i did yeah. try to give the world beyond series a chance i ugh, it, it dragged and i, I did okay the characters and i heard in fear but, the walking yeah. dead rick actually made a cameo appearance oh really Whoa. yeah it's funny because okay as i'm watching it right i'm like oh they go killing off people that i know since i've i'm catching up on it now i'm seeing them kill off all the people that started new shows right so i'm like because I'm like, oh shit, wait a minute. Jesus has to die at some point because Jesus has a new show on Fox. Like I was breaking it down in my head and there, and oh, there goes Jesus. What show is he on Fox? He's in uh, Prodigal Son. Oh, that's him. That's him. Uh, I, I didn't want to, I was like, eh, I don't yeah. really. I mean, it looks interesting. I like the kid. I, he's like a good actor or whatever. Like, I like what he did on Walking Dead. But it's a, one of, it's a Fox show. You know, they're going to get one season. But uh, Michael Sheen. I'm a fan of Michael Sheen, so I might give it a chance at some point. I just got to see it go beyond two seasons. You know, I don't like exactly. to watch, you know? Exactly, because it's a Fox show. You, they get canceled. They Even the that... good ones get canceled. Oh, yeah. No, like, the, they have that new show with Blossom Biambialic, the cat show. Cat, it's yeah. So 
I try, I tried. I tried to give it a shot. It's so they're trying to do the break the fourth wall thing. So right. they're not there, but they're failing at it. Well, no, but breaking the fourth wall, though, she talks to the audience. Yeah. Then I was watching Grownish, you know. I did actually just catch up all up on Blackish because okay. I started watching Grownish and then I watched Mixedish. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I, I it's just that, it, you know. I know you told me about Blackish. I know you don't like Anthony Anderson. Uh, yeah, but, but that being said, this gave me a new appreciation for him. Right. I still give him his props. He's funny. He's still that character, though. I right. don't like his caricature, let's say. But it works and, for the know, show. Exactly. And, then, and, you know, and they somehow the, made it work with Rainbow, like, because she's great on the show. Yeah, uh, she, she's low key funny. Like, she, and then yeah. the rest of the supporting cast is low key fun, all funny and they're all right. Now the so, kid, uh, yeah. Junior, Junior steals the episode sometimes. Of course, yeah. you got Jennifer Lewis, who's she's fucking ridiculously funny. I think she's the funniest one on the show. Uh, yeah, his mother, um, yeah, Jennifer oh, yeah. Lewis. Black Bush Jesus. <laughs> but yeah, she's um, guess some of the I- best. It's oh, some like of the, the best lines is hers, yeah. The one-liners. You know, and the other thing that I, uh, sorry, I meant to tell you was The Walking Dead was his his send-off, you know, have bringing people back uh, from the dead, him having these flat, like, you know, like these, like, semi-death scenes or whatever. Yeah. And the scene that he had with Shane was dope. I got, like, that was, yeah, a, dope that was a dope scene. Dope. Because then he says, he says to him, he's like, how's... You, you know, you're really looking for my little girl, you know? It's like, yeah, yeah, you know she got my eyes. That whole scene there was like, holy shit, these are two dudes that, like, regardless, like, we're talking Raise about, like... kids. Right, like, you're, like, you fucked my wife, you're, you know, we're, like, looking at each other, but we're still so tight that we can still have this conversation and you're making me joke about how the and girl I'm taking care of is your both, daughter. And then they both know that they were both in their own right to do what they did. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. But anyway, moving but past that. Anyway, I think if they would have kept Shane around, it would have been a whole different thing. The whole Negan thing wouldn't have popped off. Oh, speaking whatever. of Negan, like, I don't know what they did with him. Like, whatever. Yo, it's crazy. That but was, anyway. I mean, that, talk about a character, arc, you Ooh. know. You knew he was decimated when Maggie showed up at the cell to kill him. And he was begging her to kill him. He was literally crying like a, like a baby. And I was like, oh, this is... Badass, you know, now they like he's back to his like smart attic shit and whatever, but he had a moment there of like, yo, you you punked out, bitch. Uh, but no, I'm watching a really interesting I, to talk to you about because this is very interesting. I don't know if you heard. You ever American Gods? Yes. Come on, bro. Okay, so I'm in the middle I'm of the son, second I'm a season. son of Wednesday. Okay. <laughs> You're Thor. Uh, I'm I, I'm in the middle of I'm actually in the middle of the second season because I watched the first okay. season. It took forever to come back, and then when it did come back, I watched like one or two episodes, and too much had like too much was going on, and and I wasn't paying attention. I was like, I gotta rehash a little bit, so I actually went back so the last two episodes of the first season to kind of boost me into the second season, and now I'm halfway through the second <laughs> season. Dude, holy what? shit! What a fucking good show! Oh my god! Like first of all, anything with the All Father, I'm all in. Secondly, just the way that they did it and like the symbology, the way they explained it. I, I sad that uh Orlando Jones had a fallout with them, you know, between seasons. Orlando left, right? Orlando ends up leaving. Yeah, he had a tiff with the producers and stuff, the way they portrayed his character or some shit. Sure. Well, there was a lot of character. well, there is a lot of behind the scenes stuff, right? Because between yeah. seasons one and two, Brian Fuller was fired for production reasons and then because of that gillian anderson and kristen chenoweth left with him in solidarity so and one played media and the other one played easter or whatever yeah Yeah. so that's the first right so right off the bat right there you see like now it's like between the first two seasons not to mention like two years go by like there's a directional shift and even and then i'm watching it and yes, Nancy is not the same character the first season from the second season. In the second season, he's cursing a lot. He didn't curse like that in the first season. He's yeah. like, and everything's like, bitch, and he's like a pimp, you know? And yeah. you're like, yo, what the fuck is this shit? Like, you know, and he's still, he's still got dope monologues and he's still saying dope things, but 
Yeah, they Man, characterized the thing is, the like, attention it's, it's, and respect that it had in the first season is not fell there. from the second yeah. season, and now in the third season, I did watch the new episode recently. The first episode, I gotta watch them. I think there's like one or two episodes that came out since then, and by the time this airs, it's still you know I still it was funny because I watched I wound up watching the first episode of the second season on mistake. First, I was like, okay. wait a minute. What? Why is this so familiar? It's familiar. Like, this, this happened. Have a deja vu. I, I travel. Am I? Am I now in, in in this meeting with the gods on the carousel? I mean, you know, those storms were pretty good, but like, am I there now? It was I there then? Time and space is relative, so technically speaking, I could be there and here at the same time now and then, and still wouldn't know. But now I do. Yeah. Holy shit. My nose is bleeding. Hold on. Yeah. Those shoes are magnet, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, so I'm still for it. I'll still watch it to see. That's another one. I want to wait till like a bunch of episodes come out so I can binge it back to back because I hate having to wait. But I recently binged The Flight Attendant. Bro, that's really, really okay. good. Yes, Kaylee Cuoco. Mm-hmm. Yo, bro, like it leaves you with a freaking cliffhanger on every episode you're just like okay one more episode oh by the time you know it you're halfway through the series i'm like well you know i might as well just finish watching it because there's only three more episodes it's only eight episode thing so you wind up you know it's mad good at first i didn't really pay any attention to it but then once you get into it i'm like oh it's like is it now it's it's a it's a it's a drama it's a comedy what is it is a yeah it's a drama suspense yeah thriller you know it's basically she's a alcoholic flight attendant that spends a night with the passenger in Japan and when she wakes up he's dead next to her and the whole rest of the series is her trying to figure out what happened because she's blackout drunk and you know figuring out if she did or didn't do it or what happened or who did it it's like a modern whodunit it's done really well though and, and Rosie Perez is in it and she's you know typical Rosie she's always running from the stookies right 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 <laughs> you gotta watch out for the stookies because wherever Rosie is the stookies are not far away yes <laughs> <laughs> and don't be stupid, okay, Billy? Don't be stupid. Always. 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 <laughs> I love her. Anything with Rosie Perez. You always got to watch out for the Stookies, bro. The Stookies. The Stookies. You know what I'm saying? And I'll take foods with you for 700, Alex. Former disco queen. Don't be stupid, Billy. The answer is, can we get a moment of silence for Alex Trebek? Yes. What yes. is yes? What is yes? Hey, What's also funny, today. I was doing the Jeopardy theme waiting for you two before. Oh, that's right. Sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. See, Having technical Alex. difficulties. That was Alex Trebek speaking through me, my inner. <laughs> my he was Go. talking through you. He was just flowing through you. He was, you know, he and, and he was flowing through me in the in the form of a question. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's Alex Trebek, you know. Yeah. He's in everybody's living room and bedroom. But no, <laughs> we gotta dive into it, bro. Let's just dive into it. Let's do it. Wonder Wonder Woman. Okay. <laughs> let me let me reserve. Let me hear what your no, no. thoughts. No, were. no, no. I want it. No, no, no. I, I want to hear your thoughts. You no 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 no. I insist. You, wanna, you insist. I insist. You know you're wearing the crown. Oh, well, I went into it already with a certain mindset because uh, I saw it more recently than you did, right? So I had already heard yes. the murmur, the, the murmurs in the internet. I had heard murmurs. the murmurs and the rumors. The spoilers were about the hearsay. <laughs> they say the hearsay had been sitting. They said it the hearsay. Right. So I went in there like, the thing is, I liked part one so much just because it was such, it was like, it surprised me how awesome it was. Like, it made me want to be a girl. Is that, if that's even possible. (laughs) And for real, like for real, for real. And, And it was one of those things where, you know, Again, I look at movies differently. No, now. no, no. I, no, no, no if, I have a daughter. Yeah, dog. It was like, exactly. and but they did it right. They, made you they proud, didn't do it, you know. Right. Exactly. They didn't do it cheesy. They didn't do it. Thank it was like you. just done right. So I'm yep. watching it, and I was like, damn. Okay. So I already going. I like I said, I already have my love for part one. I'm watching part two now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you, did you watch this by yourself or with your daughter? I saw. Has your daughter seen it? My daughter has not seen it. 
I wanted to okay. see it first before right. I showed it to my daughter. Because even though right. it's like G or whatever, yeah. I, I always still want to check it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Of Unless course. it's like okay. completely direct marketed towards her, right? Okay. Because part one, I had to watch it first and then I was like, okay, cool. Now she could see it. But there's still like, you yeah. know, violent stuff in there, whatever. So I'm watching it. Okay, see, here's the thing. I'm not, I wasn't like, it wasn't, it wasn't as good as one. That's for sure. It wasn't even close as good as one. Uh, I'll tell you that much. But I didn't hate it. Like, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it only from the point, from the aspect of they found ways to, they found like little cute ways to do certain things. But as a comic book fan watching the movie, like as a comic book, as a dad, I was like, oh, it's, it's you know, okay. It's a good follow-up to whatever the first shit was or whatever. And they still found the they found the way to bring back Steve, you know, and whatever. And <laughs> which it wasn't really him, but right. Anyway, you're gonna give your review in a second, no worries. They found the way to bring back Steve, which was weird. I thought they were really gonna bring him back, but it was more of a it was more of a quantum leap situation. The audience is seeing Steve, but she's not seeing Steve. Or anybody else. She's seeing Steve, and the audience is seeing Steve, but everybody else is seeing the other guy. Okay, you think she can see Steve? I don't know if she can see Steve. I think she's she's making herself she see Steve. Mm -hmm. She's making, she has, that's the thing. She, knows. she senses him, she's but I don't think she, she senses him, but I don't think she sees him, like we do. Like, we specifically see him, you know? Kristen Wiig... <laughs> Let me tell you something, man. Let me tell you something about Kristen Wiig, though. First of all, I'm a big fan tell of her. Tell me something about my girl. My, tell me about my girl, Kristen Wiig. My girl, Kristen Wiig, held down SNL for a bunch of years while that shit was unfunny, and she was a funny shit on that shit. Yeah. Kristen Wiig is, right. like, is a chameleon, dogs. Like, can I tell you something? Okay. I, I never found her to be attractive, okay? Right. And then in this movie, like she has to have play a part where she's like has to look attractive or be more attractive. I was like, Word. I'm buying Word. it. I'm buying it. I'm buying it. I feel you. But my girl did what she could do with what she had. I feel like my girl Chris Wig. First of all, get her name right before I slap it out your mouth. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I know. I know. Are you in, you were in your in your diva character. Sorry, in your. I'm a hype man. You were in you your Ricky Lake, Ricky Lake audience member. Ricky, I'm a cheater cheerleader. All right, get it right. Uh, I, thought you was, I thought you was an audience member from the Ricky Lake show. <laughs> First of all, Ricky. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. <laughs> you don't know how much I get that. I still get Jerry, that. Like, that's a constant all the time. And it sucks because it's not really my Jerry. Anyway, Kristen Wiig, yeah, she did her shit. She did her thing. Uh, Pedro Pascal, I mean, tip my hat, oh, tip no. off to him. Good. Like, yeah, tip off to him. He actually held the movie, made it, like, somewhat, like, he kept the movie interesting because you're, like, you're seeing. And here's the other part that's interesting about Pedro Pascal, right? And I don't know if it's because of Mandalorian or because we've known him or whatever, but... You never completely root against him in the movie. And he's the bad guy. He's supposed to be like, no, this guy can't get what he's supposed to get. And at certain points, I was like, ooh, he's getting, he's gonna get close to that stone. He's gonna get it almost. Ooh, yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, good job. Good job. Great. You understand what I'm saying? Like you almost like don't want to root against him, which is weird. And I think that's maybe that maybe they need to start thinking about instead of getting like really good actors right, per se, they should get character actors that are supposed to play bad guys all the time. So you, so you, like, that will make your relationship to the hero and wanting to root for the hero that much more stronger. You know, to be honest with you, I didn't care who won that. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm kind of rooting for Pedro, hey, you know, I'm kind of, I kind of was, you know, in a weird way. I didn't find myself hating him because, like, he made the movie watchable for me. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I liked what he was doing. So, yeah. uh, but other than that, man, <clears throat> and I said, and Kristen Wiig, like, I was waiting for her to do some shit, but it was kind of fun to watch her, like, transform into a cheetah slowly. Um, a sexy cheetah. <laughs> All right. But I don't, it wasn't great, but I don't, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. 
I'm gonna watch it again. I am gonna watch it again. Okay. All right. All right. Go ahead. You know, it's it it also because okay, I get what they were trying to do. Right. (laughs) But you know, very much just how DC is in real life right now, what they were trying to sell us, they weren't standing by. Got you. So in this whole progressive, yeah, Wonder Woman, like they made every male character almost like a rapey, misogynistic, grab assy. I'm gonna fucking attack you with my masculinity. It's the '80s, you know, toxic masculinity and abundance thing. And then you know, I but I get it because the wishing stone made everybody extra, extra. Okay. And those, and I think they're also trying to like differentiate the time like they're trying to make it look like exactly it was really and, and, look know, at how dudes acted the back then if yeah. you watch if you watch it if you watch it right and every time they do one of those one it's the 80s and that makes it that makes it watchable so that being said pedro pascal held it down i had a friend recently say you know he, they could have sent his role I didn't mind him. He held it down. He gave depth to the character. You know, again, like you said, he was that anti-hero, but not necessarily doing it for a bad, you know, cause. And at the end of the day, that whole child thing, there was even controversy over that, that stupid, ignorant people were saying, oh, well, that couldn't be his kid because he looks so Asian looking. I'm like, yo, first of all, Latinos come in all different shape sizes and features especially when the kids to when they're adults so you know and it's also called you it's also called diversity in the fucking movie who gives a fuck exactly they could be a whole different backstory to the shit that you don't know about you don't like who gives a shit the kid is saying dad he's saying son dad that's his father and son that's all that matters that's it father and son that's all that matters secondly he gave a depth in the performance he acted the shit out of it but i didn't have a problem with his character at all i didn't have a problem with Peter, I actually I love Kristen Wiig. You know that's why you better get her name right next time, or otherwise you know you are gonna get slapped. Fuck. But you know, <laughs> she that was my whole. She fight. came out in a different light. I don't think this was her genre per se, but it was good to see her try to do something out of character for herself. She is a versatile. You talking talent. about Kristen Wiig? I'm talking about my, so, my girl. But Kristen you know, Wiig. here's the thing about Kristen Wiig, right? Because. Did you, have you ever seen Skeleton Twins? I don't think so. So she has a movie with Bill Hader uh, called The Skeleton Twins. It's like a dark comedy. So there's not a lot of comedy. There's like some like realness to it. He plays like a gay brother or something. Anyway, but anyway, when I saw that movie, I was like, okay, she could really like, she could sell drama. You understand what I'm saying? And even, yeah. in, and even in Bridesmaids, there's moments... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that her realness is what makes the thing funny. You know what I'm saying? Like her, you see her like whatever, right? She was in. Do you remember that show where they had to trick the guy into thinking? I think it was like Joe somebody or something. Yeah. Joe Joe Blow, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she had to become the love interest within the show, but she was one of the actresses working. But she also played like she was competing in the show. The Joe Schmo the show. Joe Schmo there you show. Go. Thank you. But they were all supposed to be like at the end, they're supposed to win a million dollars and they make the guy think that he wins. Well, the Kristen Wig in that shit, in that show, it her acting, and she was funny, but the way she would hold the straight face when she's like, Oh, you know, like I, I wish you could help me or whatever these things, bro. I've been a fan of her since that moment. And like when I saw her get on us, and I was like, Oh, that's the chick from I'll always remember her from that show, is what I'm saying, because of the shit that she was able to do, like improvised on the fly with this, with the guy that was, you know what I mean? Without even yeah. laughing. And now I'm at home, I'm like, holy shit, how's this actress doing it? That's why I never forgot her. And for to see her, like, dude, that's a big part in a movie. Yeah. Main villain. Main villain, you know, female villain, but she was in semi pro before that, actually. She was in no, semi-pro? But, uh, yeah. It's it's semi-pro. You mean semi? I mean semi. There's only one way to say it. <laughs> uh, whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> E-L-E. Just E-L-E. Okay? E-L-E. Whatever, right. However you want to pronounce it, E-L-E. <laughs> everybody love everybody. Girl. Shut the fuck up. Everybody love everybody. <laughs> Come on. That's good. No, so, Okay. 
What I could not stand. I don't know why they did not need it. And the way they did it, they I am so just upset that they brought back uh, Steve. <laughs> you know, they should have had a new dude, first of all. They really did. They should have moved on. Like, she yeah. didn't need the whole love interest thing. Like, the whole thing was like, oh, they needed to give her, no. I can understand. Like, it's part of the movie trope to give a love interest. But I would have just gone with a new, we're talking about Wonder Woman, who's eternal. So, you know, yeah. she's going to have, it's the same thing with Superman. Like I would have preferred if they had Steve Trevor flashbacks or like, you no, know. I would have just if they, if, I, Or if they would have had it that she fell in love with the guy, right? And then he became Steve Trevor over time. That would have made it better, kind of. And then eventually made him Steve Trevor. But right away, and then they did the whole montage, you know, de- you know, dress thing, like, you know, that, you know, a throwback to you know the movie when she made, you know, that, it was cute. But like, it was just so much a lovey dovey. And then he had to explain to her how to fly. It cheapened it for me. Here you have all this. Coming from like Steve Trevor, that's not Steve Trevor. She never really got, she never her, got wish. her wish, but and it, and it really came from her that she had to become this epic thing before, so that she would. I would have believed it more if, if if Chris Pine would have walked in and be like, you know, hey, I was told I had to come here, and then like he's like his name his name is like like Stephen. Or if it was a guy that looked like him. No, it's like his great grandson. That's what I'm saying. Like, right, yeah, like, yeah, if it was like his grandson, that would have made it in the grounded. It was like Steve Trevor the second or third or whatever. Third, but, right, right. Uh, okay, that that would have made it kind of cooler. But like, it's just mm-hmm. like they made her seem like this lovesick puppy that you know. I just think so she, they they would have they would have really the empowered her. You know, the, the strong feminine character. Exactly, they empowered her so much from the first one, and then they depowered her by this. Which they I could guess have is been, the point. The whole thing is that well, they depowered her, drained her, it drained her capacity to be her, and you know. But then, like at the same time, then they gave her this new power that she could turn the fucking plane invisible. Like, oh my right. god, that was out of nowhere. Was stretch, and I was like, you know what? Okay, I could get that. If she could tap into the magic, okay, but then why couldn't she? It creates one of the things that hey, it creates something that you know. Why couldn't they do that before or after? Well, like, my thing know. is, my thing is, I like the explanation because she said that's how they made Demiscaria disappear. You know, like whatever that magic was. But if she could have the the ability to do it with just her hands, that would have been a power that she had from the beginning. And exactly. why not? Why not that be one or of her special powers? That, you know, you could, exactly, well, no, she can make her fucking thing. self invisible and then be like, holy, can you imagine exactly. how much ass she could kick if she can make herself invisible? <clears throat> Come on, man. That's something Superman can't do. Exactly. I think they would have also empowered her more if they would have given her a new love interest. Like, she meets a new pilot. You get a yeah. new male That's actor the thing. coming exactly. in. It, exactly. And then, like, it you becomes... Fucking Chris Hemsworth or some after, shit. Like, no, it doesn't after, even have to be after Steve. After the exposure to the stone... Like, That's what I'm saying, like, but it know. doesn't even have to be Steve. Fuck Steve. Like, fuck Steve. Exactly. Like, fuck like, Steve. Just fuck then, Steve. You know what I mean? Like, Steve could have been was a... still part of the trope through some other thing, but she already had this other guy. Like, we have to show her, like, yo, it's not that she a hoe or nothing, but it, that she's empowered. Like, like, yo, every 20 years, I got to get a new pilot boyfriend. You know, they just have to be pilots. <laughs> so I got to get, get a new cockpit. Yeah. Hey! Oh. Hey! <laughs> It just devalued her as a strong icon. I made it to this love story. It devalued a, a symbol by putting together this message that, you know, made it was like against the core of what the character. That being said, tying into, you know, what they're doing, it's like the opposite of what they're doing with Ray Fisher. So the whole, the, with the whole cyborg thing. Booyah, like, check out my know, baby Proton yes. They've devalued everything that DC has done up until now to be spitting diversity, 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 you know, you know, dare to defy on the fucking CW and, you know, <laughs> all this stuff, all these things that they did. They did that big panel at, at Fandom, the boss women of color in the DC universe, all these things that they've done now, complete foot and mouth because of the way they're doing Ray Fisher. So but can I ask you something? Big, go ahead, ask me something. Can you, cause I don't know like the right. specifics of the situation. So like, it's what are the specifics? In a nutshell. Okay. Ray Fisher, in a nutshell. Right. 
Ray Fisher in the summer of July 2020 broke news and said that how accounts against Josh Whedon and several others during the reshoots of the Justice League had a lot of racial connotations and they had a big issue with Josh Whedon and the unprofessionalism and basically white people pulling some white people shit thought they could get away with it and Ray Fisher charged from all the passion and the movement of the BLM movement during the summer and the riots and you know protests and everything he, he tweeted about it right he felt it was his duty to speak up about, you know, the whole racist stuff that happened during the reshoots and, you know, why Josh Weed should get fired and Jeff Josh should get fired and all these other people should get fired. And because uh, Walter Hamada, the new guy that was uh, just promoted to run D- the DC films, he basically tried to get him to go along with shit and he decided not to. And he you know, even joked about it like, oh, you know, don't put me on blast on Twitter. And then basically tried to get him to not blow the whistle on this so they and, and just, you know, chill out so they can move forward and he insisted on bringing to light the bullshit that happened during the and, and demanded an investigation and had all these other people that wanted to come forward and be interviewed apparently supporting supporting think, ray fisher supporting what happened i'm assuming there was some kind of racial you know joke or something or or maybe they had it could have been possibly like they had an idea for a scene in the movie and possibly filmed it and after they filmed it like the black coalition were like, I don't know if we feel comfortable with this or like, you know, the, are they... the, the delegation objected. Yeah. Or maybe before, or maybe they brought an idea to the table, you know, that was so like, sometimes there's these ideas that they bring, like they brought me ideas and sometimes they're so offensive. Like, you know, like, Oh, yeah. but you want to get offended about something else. But what you're just telling me, you, you don't see what's offensive in what you're telling exactly. me. I mean, who knows? But that's interesting. Okay. That's basically what it was alluded to. Something happened on the set or behind the scenes that was very inappropriate, racially charged. And Ray Fisher brought it to light and abandoned an investigation through HR. And then they tried to throw him under the bus. And then they tried to discredit him. But he had all this proof and he had everything backed up. And before all this, Cyborg was supposed to be a big part of The Flash. Yeah. When the Flash movie comes on. Meanwhile, Ezra Miller had that whole backlash from when he choke slammed and went Royal Rumble on some shit. You know, Cyborg was going to be a part of the thing because when they did the crossover in the CW, oh, Vic, they mentioned him by name. Then to backtrack that and then they throw him out of the Flash movie because he threw them under the bus for all this stuff, all the investigation. He was like, you know what? I'm totally supporting the Snyder cut, but as long as Walter Hamada's at the head of DC Films, he refuses to be associated with anything attached to his name. So his whole thing is uh, accountability over entertainment, the A over E. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, yeah, I always see the A over E, right? Yeah, hashtag I stand with Ray Fisher. We stand with um, Well, I mean, and he's also, they also have a TV version of him. Yeah, so they do, So, but that's the thing. They could do, they could afford to do a couple of things. Which ideally is, you know, smarter for them, but, you know, it's fucked up for any actor. Right, right, right. It's fucked up for any actor. So, yeah, they could, A, replace him with the guy from the show, or B, even if they wanted to jump a few years ahead, since they're going to be doing this Batman Beyond thing, have Karai Payton, my boy Ezekiel from Walking Dead, the king himself, you know, be in actuality, physicality, cyborg in physical instead of just the cartoon. Mm. Booyah! You heard it here first, folks. Even so, it stands to the point that they try all these things that they've done as a company to be so pro-diversity. And that whole first scene of Wonder Woman where she's saving, you know, the little girl who, who happens to be now a girl of color. You know, they probably had something else. And then because it suited the time, they probably did like a little reshoot, you know, the little wink and nod. It's great to have still, but that just goes to the bigger question of all these companies that are now producing this content that's now supposed to be pro-positive Black displays when before mm-hmm. they were very racist and stereotypical. Great. We need those positive things, but it's such a fine line of disingenuine to campiness, you know, and like you said, it's that fine line of being borderline offensive to being forced, and it shouldn't have to be such an abnormal thing to see and other people of color on screen so now that they have it you have to take it for what it's worth and accept it the content but you wonder where does the line stop so now that they've basically said because ray fisher came forward with all this information now mysteriously he's not going to be a part of the flash movie they announced right before fandom they let it slip the rumors of alex keaton coming back 
I mean, uh, Michael Keaton, <laughs> not Alex P. Keaton. That was Michael, Michael J. Keaton. Fox. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, you know, you know, the original Republican. You know, I wonder what he thinks about fucking Trump. <laughs> no, so he's. Uh, I know, right? He was probably in the cabinet. <laughs> That's true. It totally negates all the stuff they've done as a company, and makes all of this stuff seem disingenuous and forced all the steps forward that they took now get erased because they're doing this person dirty because he had the gall to come forward and say what it was really like. And then at the center of the core, you're portraying yourselves as the same villains that are in your comic books that the superheroes are fighting against. You know, injustice, racism, stereotypes, greed over integrity and accountability for what you stand for. <laughs> no, so like it totally makes everything that they try to put together disingenuous and contrived. Yeah. It's a shame. And unfortunately... You have this great actor who took a big risk. And, you know, it, the greater issue is some, it's something that we all face as people of color, not only in entertainment, I mean, in the everyday workforce, we risk those things that every time you say something, then you're labeled difficult. You get the kiss of death and, you know, no one wants to work with you. You get blacklisted. And, right. You know, especially as a black kid, especially as a black kid. Yeah, especially. You know? But what do you think about that? The ones that say, you know, uh, technically there was a certain point in time where he was supposed to have a bigger part right in the original movie and then it got cut short yeah so people are saying that he was just like he's just bitter about that that's the thing that's what they were trying to say but then here comes the snyder cut which is proof that you know he did have a bigger cut <laughs> there you go <laughs> so like it goes beyond that because you know he's proven that just by sacrificing the part he's proven it's not about that they cut his part out because now it's coming to light with the Snyder cut he's definitely pro Snyder promoting the hell out of it the greater action it sucks that he had to pay the price as cyborg just to get these people accountable for the stuff that they're doing but just to show that they need to actually prove they are walking the walk instead of just talking and talking it's time for these entertainment companies to do what they say they're doing if they're really standing to be so pro diversity then you know they have to address it the right way that's that, that's where the accountability comes. Yeah, so, well said. You know, well said. That's my uh, so can about uh, Ray Fisher. <laughs> nah, man. Well said. Have you seen any of the stuff that's going on in the DC universe now? In the comics, right, no, so, no. Comics wise, I haven't. <laughs> no, I have not had the chance. They're basically plugging the shit out of the multiverse. So they're doing all these what if stuff and altered characters, and so they did the metalverse, which was like Batman went into like the dark multiverse. There's all okay. the evil versions of Batman and Robin on all the DC universes and shit. So the evil Batman, you know, started batting together and taking shit over. And so Batman had to fight one of the evil Batman. Wait, you know? there's an evil Batman? Yeah, there's like a whole dark multiverse of evil Batman. For every good incarnation of Batman, there's an evil incarnation of Batman exponentially. That's the whole theory behind the dark multiverse. It's very hardcore, heavy metal style art and shit. So there's that. And then now they're doing the future state. There's a new Superman. There's a new Batman. The new Batman in the future is black. They have like that. Yeah, and it's a Wonder Woman of color. They're what the fuck? <laughs> go back to yo, this. So I can... <laughs> yo, that looks. This is crazy. This is th this is way better than what they did to Superman's mustache. Remember? Oh yeah. Oh, please take that off. I can't take you seriously. You look like <laughs> you look like a rapey uncle. And welcome. Like <laughs> this is weird. Wow. Okay. Yeah, okay, thank you. <laughs> I that was that was the dark there. that was the dark multiverse where you know of Lion Geeks where Jerry doesn't have a mustache. <laughs> oh thank God. I thought it was bugging. <laughs> oh, so Damian Wayne isn't Robin anymore. Okay. So what does he become? He becomes something else? Well, do you know, the, he isn't Robin anymore because they killed your boy, Alfred Pennyworth. Really? Yep. Bane snapped his neck. Fucking Bane. During the Joker War. So there was a war of Jokers. Yeah. And then there was, uh, you know, multi multiverse Jokers that band together at the same time and everything. Basically... They killed Ralphred. Is that is that why there was more than one Joker at the same time? Like they tried to play the trick yes. that there was more than one Joker, but there was really just one Joker yes. every time. Just Whatever. There's a lot of Jokers, and Man. there was a good Joker. There was a Joker that was Batman. What? See now I gotta look yep. all this shit up. Now, as a result of Alfred being dead, just when you thought Damian Wayne couldn't get any more emo, there you go. How did how did she get those scars? <laughs> So serious. 
So yeah, now he's unnamed as of yet. He's now in a darker. <laughs> Walk down those steps. This would be my clown because I'm lazy. This would be my Joker. I'd go full scissor Romero. Paint over my mustache and beard. <laughs> <laughs> you would go full. Yeah, he's White. like, yeah, I would really do. White. What the hell is going on in the world of the multiverse? So they restarted Batwoman. Oh, they did? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Homage to uh, Stephen Amell. Let's see, can you, can you see uh, Batman Beyond right there? He's not, Batman Beyond is not amused. I see it. I see it. Basically, they blow up the plane that Kate is in. The Batsuit is still in pristine condition, including the wig. But how does that chick pick it up? Literally, she picks it up. The fucking plane explodes. She picks it up. Oh, my God, the Batsuit. So she's like a, a troubled veteran that was basically framed and is homeless now and living in her van. Oh, you watched it? You saw it already? Yeah. So okay. she's squatting. Was it good? How'd you like it? Uh, it's a stretch. Like, Did you get to see the first one with Justin Bieber or no? Yes, of course. It's not the fact that they changed the character of Batwoman. I'm all for it. They could have done so many things to pay homage to the rich history of characters of color in the Batman universe. You know, you had Lucius Fox as a daughter. She was back girl for a time. That was one possible thing they could have done. Then, you know, they could have done... Remember they had that animated movie with Batwoman? And it was like the three chicks that were Batwoman? They could have did something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. They could have, you know, did something like Batman and the mystery of Batwoman. Yes. Okay. They could have did that. Had, like, a group of friends find it. And they were all women of color. And then maybe that reboots the Birds of Prey. Like, there could have been so many different better things that they did than what they did. No matter what, it's never going to catch on as much. You've lost the hype. You've lost the fanboys and, you know, the purists. Because without the main character. And then you're just creating some random new character out the blue. That's not going to really matter. You know, then at, at the end of the day, well, it's the multiverse. You know, huh, it just exists. They're not doing it right. They're not doing it right. Right. Like, come on, you could have right. did justice to so many other characters and stuff. It, oh, oh man, I just did the Larry, uh, the Larry King uh, lean. Rest in peace, oh, Larry don't King. Don't die, bro. don't die. Uh, rest in peace, you know. He's, anyway, they're, they're tossing around another uh, Constantine movie. I loved that movie. It was, it was good. It was just like I loved it know, when it came out, just, and then there was a period in time where like I stopped watching, and I went back and I saw it again. The thing is, it's like, first yeah. of all, um, the performances, not, I mean, that's the thing. Keanu works in those type of vehicle, big joints where you just need the dude to like grunt and like give you like catchphrases here. And it's there. Keanu Reeves being Keanu Reeves. Right. And then of course, Peter Stormare playing Steve, the, the Satan, like the devil. Yeah. That scene. It's, I mean, look, it's so much, but it's pretty, it's really dope. I like, it has a lot of, I like, uh, a lot of my favorite actors are in it, you know, like character actors are in it too. Um, Even Shia LaBeouf, like, you know. Yeah, he was great in that. The chick that played the, uh, the angel Gabriel. Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. That androgynous beast of an actor. Oh, yeah. She's amazing. Okay. Sorcerer Supreme. That's right. I'm sorry. I like. I just want to say that real quick. As a as an act, like we're actors, as fellow actors. Yeah. No. I was going out until this way. I think. I think. Oh, I think that's the whole part of being like an actor. Like, I sometimes get upset when I hear like, oh, you know, like they didn't hire a handicap actor to play a handicap part. That's the whole point of acting. And yeah. if there's a really good actor out there, yeah, great. Let's use him. But if it's not, and I can have like a really great actor that's willing to put himself through the nobody's film. gonna go see a fucking movie on, starring you know John Doe, you know the latest up and coming actor, right? Who's, a, who's not you know known versus you know fucking Leonardo DiCaprio in a wheelchair. It, you're taking it right. You're taking it too far. Like to me, like it's different. Like no, Cleopatra should yes, not feature- be great. Right, feature like feature other people in the movie right. who are of the uh, association. Oh, uh, right, or whatever you want to do, exactly, whatever, however you want to do it. But I feel like, look, when it gets to representation of ethnicity as opposed to disability and gender, okay, because it's two different things. Yeah. When you talk about representation of race and shit like that, like that's different. Like, no, Elizabeth Taylor shouldn't play Cleopatra. You have like maybe even Raquel Welch there that was right there. That was a little bit of that, whatever. What I'm saying, or even like Rita Moreno, whatever. Like that's the type of stuff that we're talking about. So there's an acting part of point 
to it. So it's like, it's a movie. We need to suspend reality a little bit. Unless the dude is like Daniel Day-Lewis from his neck up, you know, and it's like incredible. It's like, okay, you need to put him in a movie. And I bet you you'll get work as a, not even a paraplegic person, like a dude that's like, you know what I'm saying? Like you'll find work outside of the realm of having to play just the paraplegic because the actor part of it is good. And I think that that's what we start to get lost. Like I'm watching Baskets. You ever seen Baskets with uh, Zach Galifianakis? So I, I, I started watching the show and uh, I kind of like, that's another show I binged and it was really fast. It's like 20 minutes. But Louis Anderson is playing his mother. Can I just say I literally thought Louis Anderson was dead for all this time until Baskets came out. I was like, Holy right, shit, okay. And Because there was a rumor. There was He was one of those rumors that, oh yeah, Louis Anderson died. And let me tell you something, bro. One, there's something to be said because the roles are so sparse for older women in Hollywood and on TV that it could have gone to a a more mature actress woman or whatever, but can I tell you something? And this is to me, and I'm old as shit. I'm old as fuck. Louis Anderson to me was like one of the biggest comedians when I was coming up. He also had a Saturday morning cartoon, Little Louie. Yeah, Life of Louie. Like Life for me, Louis. Life of Louie, yo, like it was a whole thing for me. Like Louis Anderson is already an entity. And for me to forget that Louis Anderson was a, a man in this show, I'm like, holy shit, he's doing an amazing job as an actor. But he wouldn't have gotten that part if he would be listening to PC police. Then we're talking about he's getting nominated for shit. So there's, there, are, there are exceptions to every single rule. But, like, come on, we can't... Oh, man, yo, all right. You, I see, like, hey, you got to play a dwarf. You know, we're not going to shrink an actor or have, like, you know, cut a dwarf's head and, like, CGI the guy like you'll try to get a, a, a and there are plenty of little people actors that'll play a, 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 a smaller person role in the movie right so that's different because those people now those people are kind of around and we see them and we know who they are like Vern Troyer like people have actually know people's names they're actually well-known actors but like there has to be a point where we suspend belief a little bit like that's the whole point of acting I want to play a dude that gets his legs cut off because of diabetes or some shit. That would, like, and I have to be like, do you re- do I really need to cut off my legs in order to explore that character? Like, it shouldn't be that. Like, I should be allowed. Oh no, let's go get somebody who who really had his legs cut off. Yeah, but he might suck as an actor and it'll kill the movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, I didn't mean to go on that long of a rant. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> The PC police might come after us for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't give a shit. <laughs> what the fuck up, it. bro? That's about it. Let's, let's let people act, you know? Yeah, people act. Yo, the comedians tell jokes seen... and let people act. Have you seen The Crown? No, I have not. My dude. I'm sorry. My friend. You yes. Know. <laughs> My mate. <laughs> Oi. That's crazy because it's true. It's good, huh? Oh. It's definitely binge worthy. It's four seasons old. Okay, let's check it out. You like it? It's like it's like the Real Housewives, but real. See, like that's a show that I would like to see with like a significant other. True. And I think that's why I haven't seen it right now because. Oh. Don't cry. Don't I'm back. cry. I'm back. I'm back. Sorry. <clears throat> I'm back. Sorry. Back. With superheroes, don't cry. <laughs> I'm back. A couple people telling me about the magicians. I'll yeah, I've heard this, of that. But... A couple people suggested that too. But have you seen Lupin? No, I have to see that. That's also suggested. Lupin. There's also an anime called Lupin the Third. Yes. Which is also based off the same series of books. Same character. Yeah. So you know, highly this suggested. person of Lupin, highly you know, su- are about a Sengali immigrant in France. His father's like a valet of a, you know, like a rich philanthropist. And they basically uh, frame his father for stealing this like really expensive rare diamond. Because he's black. And so they basically, yeah, so he's the easy fall guy. They, you know, throw him in jail, life's ruined, and then they make him no sign of false confession. In exchange, they take care of his son for the rest of the life, put him in, you know, fancy universities all over shit. So the whole thing is uh, they bonded over this, the books, La Son okay. The, the gentleman thief. This guy emulates Lupin, creates this elaborate heist. Which, so it was funny. So I always thought, like, Lupin the Third, the anime, would make a dope movie. Okay. Okay. And Seems then, like you know, come to, find, 
come to find out that I honestly did not know that these books even existed before that. So I'm, I'm gonna check them out. This shit was dope. It's in French, but obviously it's dubbed in English. The really good whodunit, mystery, thriller, Diddy or didn't he, who's what, where. That's also a quick binge because that's only eight episodes. Gotcha. Yeah, so okay. that was good. Anyway, well, mm. you know, <laughs> we made it through the storm. 2020 did win, but we won a little bit after all these crazy things that have happened. We, we're still here, so I think we won. We're still here. It's like a cloud of anxiety just lifted. going away. Lifted. Lifted. And <laughs> like as they were starting it, I was like, the sun was shining. Everybody's uh <laughs> meds kicked in like right at the same time. Like, oh, okay. Oh, okay, now we can breathe for a second. But it's a better world now that we live in. And, yes. you know, you could have been anywhere in the multiverse and you chose to be here with us. And for that, we thank you. That's right. As always, as always, my cohort in crime, El Modifoca. What is up? Thank you very much. And I appreciate everyone for listening and tuning in and joining us in this multiverse. Tell them about your menopause podcast. Oh, thank you. You get to make me, let me plug my other. Uh, please, yes, tune into the menopause podcast. Uh, it can be heard on anything on all all the podcast hubs, all of that stuff. Same place you hear us, you can hear. Me. That's right, and uh, you know, find me on the socials, E L M O D I F O C A, on all the socials. And thank you once again for spending time with us. Yes. There you go. There you go. And we are Ali. Good night. Good day. Wherever you are. Peace. Action pose. Random action poses, Jerry. Fat and Geeks podcast is executive produced and written by Robert Rios III. All opinions expressed are those of the authors and participants and are intended for entertainment purposes only. Glad I didn't miss this. So am I. Latin Geeks Podcast is looking for potential sponsors and networking collaborators. If you'd like to be on our show or have exclusive content you'd like to promote, let us help each other connect to the Geeks del Mundo. Send us an email to latingeeks at gmail.com for more info.